Parshas Vayero reminds us, we read of, one of the most important events in the formation or in the creation of Ta Yisrael. And that is the story of the Akedah. Every year in Rosh Hashanah, we blow the Shaper, so to speak, as a remembrance of the Shaper of Yakedah Yitzchak. Every time we ask for Rachamim, we ask Hashem to remember how Avram Avinu was able to conquer his natural Rachamim for his son to do Hashem's will. And therefore, in that same merit, we ask Hashem that his Rachamim should overcome any other Midas Adin or any anger. And it invokes Rachamim for the Jewish people. We ask Hashem to remember the promise the covenant he made with Avraham Avinu at Hara Maria. And yes, Klai Yisrael is living on the merit of the Akedah. Yet, I have a question. A question on the story of the Akedah. I haven't been able to speak about it because my client just mentioned a question without an answer. So I'd like to ask the question. And maybe to suggest an answer as well. After Abraham has bound Yitzhak on the altar, he's about to shecht him, and the Malach calls out from Shemaim, Abraham, stay your hands. Don't touch Yitzhak, don't harm him anyway. So Chazal tells us, it's brought in Rashi, that Abraham turns to Hashem. And Abraham says to Hashem, Rebani Shalom, Afarish Sikhasi. Allow me to express what, I'm, what I'd like to say. And Avram says to Hashem, First you told me, First you told me that Yitzchak will be the source of my future generations. Klai Yisrael will be the descendants of Yitzchak. And then you told me, Take Yitzchak and sacrifice him as a That's a contradiction. Yitzchak was going to be the source of future generations. Yitzchak was going to be offered as a sacrifice. Now, Abraham obviously originally had this contradiction. When Hashem told him to bring Yitzchak as a sacrifice. But then Abraham doesn't ask the question. Hashem told him to do something, he does it. It's only now, when Hashem says afterwards, don't do anything to Yitzchak. So now Avram ventures to answer the question. Why isn't this contradictory? And Hashem's answer to him. Hashem says, Hashem doesn't change. What came out of my mouth, I never changed. My instruction was, take Yitzchak, Bring him up as an oil. I didn't say shecht him. I said bring him as an oil. You did that. You put him in his back, you brought him as an oil. And if that's the case, you've now done exactly what you asked to do. Take him back down again. Ask her, you brought him up. Take him back down. 
and therefore there's no contradiction. Hashem tells Abraham Avinu, what I asked from you was to bring him as an idol, you brought him as an idol. I never told you to shecht him. And now I want to ask you a question. This is what Rashi brings from Chazal. And the question is as follows. How do you think that Avraham Avinu felt when he heard Rashi answer him? I don't know. Let me rephrase the question. How would we feel if we had posed that question and that was the answer we got from Hashem? Think about how difficult it was the Nisayin of the Akedah. How for three days when they were journeying in the desert until they found the place where the carbon was meant to be brought how every time Abraham looked at Yitzchak and he felt the pain I'm meant to be shechting the sun. I'm taking Yitzchak to bring him as a carbon. And every time I brought it to Miskabra and say, but it's a son Hashem, I'm happy to do what Hashem wants. As hard as it is, as much sacrifice as it takes, I'm doing what Hashem wants. And Abraham was strong. And Abraham was Miskabra. And Abraham overcame his natural feelings for his Yitzchak. And Abraham fought the Satan the whole way. And then eventually, eventually, Abraham's successful. And he stands in the higher Maria. And he's proven to Hashem he's willing to do everything Hashem wanted. And now what does Hashem tell him? Abraham, you made a tragic mistake. You never understood what I said to you. I never said Shechtim. I just said put him on the Mizbech. That's what you wanted. So where's the new sign? Put him on his back and take him back down. What's the big deal? Where's the difficulty? Where's the sacrifice? How are we meant to understand this, Rabbi? The whole challenge of the of the Akedah was a mistake. Was because Abraham didn't listen carefully to what Hashem told him. All the difficulty Abraham went through. And all the mysterious never should despair just because he didn't understand clearly enough Hashem's message. How did Abraham feel after hearing that? But this was all for nothing. How can it be? How can it be that the schus that Klaishra is living on, the schus which gave us the right to exist through any circumstance, was built off something Hashem never really said? And Hashem never really wanted? Like I said, I don't know how Abraham Avinu felt. But I can imagine if I would have been in that position, it would have felt him tremendously let down. Tremendously deflated after thinking I've achieved something so incredible and worked so hard. And then to find that it was not what was wanted at all. How can this be? Like I said, the question... It's a strong question. I haven't seen any of the Mephoshim who addressed the question. So I can't give you an answer from any source. But I'd like to suggest something. 
There's a famous piece in the Maral Diskin talks about. And he's discussing the Pasuk which says, Avram Avinu's Nevoah. I'm sorry, Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevoah. The prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu was different to every other prophet. Hashem himself tells us in the Torah, he chastises Aaron and Miriam, how could you compare the Nevim to Moshe? Moshe's Nevoah is superlative. It's different. And in what way is it different? The Torah itself gives us a number of points. Why Moshe Rabbeinu and the other Nevi'im are in two completely separate categories. But the first point is first. Moshe's Nevoah was P-L-P. Mouth to mouth. Moshe, did you ever wonder about that? That's a very strange thing to say. If what you're trying to say is that Hashem speaks to him directly, then you would say, maybe pale oizen, mouth to ear. You don't speak to somebody's mouth. Or you could say face to face. But what is the expression mouth to mouth? Well, this one says a principle. And he says, we know Chazal said already, that Moshe's Nebuah, the first way it was different to the other Nevi'im is that Moshe was given the word to say. Hashem gave Moshe the word and said, these are the words you're going to say. Not more, not less, don't change it. This is the language you're going to use. And on that you have a principle and it says by Moshe, it was like the Shekhinah medaberes mitoch granai. As if the Shekhinah was speaking from his mouth. Hashem didn't explain a message to Moshe, which Moshe had to convey to the Jewish people in his own words. Hashem gave Moshe the words to say. Per el pe. Hashem put the words from his mouth in Moshe's mouth. And therefore, Chazal tells us when it comes to other Nevi'im, the way they spoke was Koyamar Hashem, which literally means Hashem said like this. Whereas when it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, it says, Ze'adobar. These are the words. Moshe was given the exact language, the exact words Hashem wanted him to use. And the other Nevim? The other Nevim was shown something. They were given a vision. And they had to explain it, and they had to give it over to the Jewish people in their words. And we find this many times in the Nevim. We find it at the very beginning of Sefer Yirmiyahu, as an example. What do you see? And Yermiah says, I see a pot boiling. And it's facing the north. And the message Yermiah was meant to understand from that was Hashem's anger is going to bring punishment from the north. And Yechazkanovi, for example, was shown two sticks. One called Maklis and one called Noah and one called Chavalim. And he was meant to learn something from that. And Zachary the Navi was thrown in the menorah with its seven nights burning, and he was meant to learn from that. So we see the other Nevi'im weren't given the language. They weren't even given the, the, the exact message. They were given the symbol. They were shown a vision. And they had to understand the vision and give it to the Jewish, the Jewish people. Says the Mariel Diskin. That's why the whole Torah was given to us by Moshe. Because when it comes to Torah, 
we can learn We can learn tens and tens of halachas from every extra letter, from every yud. And if that's the case, the Torah has to be given with an accuracy that only Hakadosh Baruch Hu can say of. How you can work out exactly what could and couldn't be deduced or understood from every single syllable, from every single letter. And therefore, when it comes to Torah, then these are the words of Hashem. Whereas Naveem, we can be giving us a message. Are we not meant to be able to learn halacha from every word of the Navi? Nakosh Rocha can give them the idea and it's up to them to convey the message in their words. And therefore we see every Navi had his style of speech and that's how he conveyed to the Jewish people the message that she wanted him to convey. This is an aside. Ariel explains this is the area where it says the Nabu of Bilam was similar to Moshe. Because Bilam, like Moshe, was given the actual words Hashem wanted him to say. He wasn't given something to explain or interpret because Bilam would not have been able to do that in the right way. And therefore, Vayasim Hashem Dovar Bufi Bilam. Hashem put the words in Bilam's mouth. The words Bilam said were exactly the words Hashem put in his mouth to say. And in that way, and only that way, we say that there was Navi similar to Moshe in the, in the Goyim and that was Bilam. He was given the very words that he said. Okay, so we've seen, we've seen the difference between the Nevo of Moshe Rabbeinu, who was given the words she wanted him to say, and the Nevo of the Nevim, which they were given the idea and had to understand it. And now let's ask a question. Had, had was the Navi convinced he was understanding correctly? He was shown something. There could be other interpretations or explanations for what he saw. How did the Navi know that what he understood was the right explanation? And to make this question more real to us, let's talk about another phenomenon, a miracle, which Klai Yisrael was had at the time when there was prophecy, something more visible. And that was the Urim Betumim and the Choshen Mishpat. We know that the Choshen on the Kohen Gadol's heart engraved in the stones in the Choshen were all the letters of the other place. And we know that when the, Choshen, the Kohen Gadol wanted to ask advice from Hashem, he would stand in front of the Aaron Kodesh and concentrate on what he wanted to know. And the letters of the Choshen which spelled the answer would light up. So here we have a kind of Nebuah. Hashem is replying. Hashem is giving the answer. But the truth is here we have the same question. Because it's true that there are various letters which lit up on the Choshen. But letters can be put in different sequences to mean different things. And if that's the case, the Nevoah was only half of the job. The letters lit up. But how are you meant to connect those letters? How are you meant to interpret them into words? It's possible to arrange them in the wrong sequence to get the wrong answer. As actually happened one time. The Gemara tells us at the beginning of Sefer Shmuel, when Hannah came to cry to Hashem for her child, and she was diving in a way which wasn't the normal way people diving until then, and the Kohen Gadol Eli, who was watching her, didn't understand what she was doing. 
So he looks down at the Choshen. And he sees four letters lit up. Hey, Chof, Resh, and Shin. And Eli Akoin puts the letters together to make the word Shikaira. Shin, Chof, Resh, hey, Shikaira. She's drunk. And therefore Eli rebukes her. He says, how dare you come to the Mishkan to talk to Hashem when you're in a drunken state? And Hannah says to him, you made a mistake. Those four letters were meant to spell the word Shekera. They were meant to spell the word Kshera. So we see that the Nevoah was there. The letters lit up. But the Kohen Gadol had to construct them into words. How do we know you did right? Just like we can ask them the Navim. They were shown the vision. They were given the idea. How do we know they were interpreted correctly? And from here, Rabbi Islam, we learn a tremendous insight in the book. The Gemara says in Baba Basra, Chacham Adif Minavi. A Chacham is in a way better than a Navi. Because the Pasuk says, V'navi levav Chachma. A Navi has to have the heart of Chachma. It's not enough just to be a Navi. A Navi has to have the heart of Chachma. What does that mean, the heart of Chachma? The Ramban says there in his parish, on Baba Basra, on the Ches, They know the Emes with the Ruach HaKodesh in their heart. What does that mean? And here's the Yisad. It's not enough that Hashem just sends the Novi, the vision from Shemaim of the prophecy. Hashem has to do the second part also. And He has to put the Ruach HaKodesh in the heart of the Novi. That's the Levav Chochma to understand what the message is. Nimtza that Hashem does both. On the one side Hashem sends the message and on the other side Hashem gives the Ruach HaKodesh to the Novi to understand the message. And therefore a Novi, someone who can see a spiritual vision is not enough. He needs the Levav Chochma also. He needs the Ruach HaKodesh, the understanding, the insight, the intuition that he is given to understand the message as well. And the same by the Kohen God. Hashem will give him the letters of the Choshen. And at the same time Hashem will put into his heart the understanding of what the way to interpret them was. And if you're asking how Elia Khan could make a mistake, there was a reason. There was an exception. Because that way he would give Hannah the bracha that she wanted. So you've seen the Yisad and Nebuah. There were two parts to Nebuah. There were two parts to Nebuah. There was the vision which was given and the Ruach HaKodesh which was given to the Novi to understand the Nebuah. And now we come to an amazing thing. We come to an amazing thing, a principle. And that is that There was one thing Hashem said, I heard too. Because the words of Hashem could be understood in more than one way. Just like the Tivrei Torah. We find Bashama understood it like this, and Basil understood it like that. And Rabbi Akiva understood it like this, and Rabbi Leaz understood it like that. The words of Hashem align themselves to multiple explanations, to many, many layers of meaning. 
and the same with the Prats and the Nevo. And therefore, what was understood originally might have been one thing. What actually happened something else. But if we look into the words Hashem says, both are implied. And the best example of this is the Nevo of Yonah. Yonah the prophet who was given the message to go to Ninveh and declare, Three days and Nineveh is going to be in Nefechus. And Yehuda didn't want to go. Because he was thought, what's going to happen is they're going to do Tshuva. And then they're going to see that Hashem's Nevoah wasn't fulfilled. And what actually happened? Nineveh did do Tshuva. So what about Yehuda's reservation? What happened to the Nevoah of Hashem? And the answer is, the Nevoah of Hashem was fulfilled. Let's look closely at the words. It doesn't say, Veninveh will be destroyed, or Veninveh Nehereges, they'll all be killed. It says, Veninveh Nehepeches. Nehepeches means will be changed over. Now, it could be, Nehepeches will be translated as, but it will be turned upside down, as what happened to, uh, to Stoim, where Hashem punished and he turned it over. But, Nepechus could also mean changed. Like the Messiah Shisharim writes, the, sorry, the Shari Tshuva writes, that when a person accepts on himself to do a proper Tshuva, he changes to a different person. And therefore, within the words of Hashem, it allowed for both possibilities. It could be Nineveh would be overturned, and it could be Nineveh would be changed. Hashem never changed what He said. Within the layers of meaning of the words of Hashem was the message that Yonah was meant to give them. But in that same message of Hashem was the resolution of what actually happened to. Like Hashem says, Moitzesfasayla Hashem doesn't change what he said. And therefore, it's true we have the principle that a nevuah a nevuah of punishment can be changed. But we need to understand, it doesn't mean that what Hashem said was wrong. It was understood as a nevuah of punishment, but we have to see within those words, if we knew obviously what the original words Hashem said were, in those words, is that, is that interpretation as well? Hashem said one thing. I can hear it in two different ways. And if we understand that, then perhaps we can come back and understand the Akedah. We asked, how could it be that the whole Akedah was built on a tragic misunderstanding? That Abraham thought Hashem wanted him to share Yitzchak, in reality Hashem didn't. And the answer is, and this is the depth of the answer, Abraham Avinu understood right. Abraham heard a Nebuah. And the way to understand the Nebuah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives him like he gave to every Nabi. And therefore when Abraham heard the words, he understood that to mean, bring him up as a carbon, Sacrifice him. Burn the fats in the Mizbech. Just like we do to Nailah. 
And was Avram Avinu right in understanding it like that? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. That's why Hashem gave him to understand the message that he got. And therefore, when he went to the Akedah, he was going to fulfill Ratan Hashem. And when he was miscaber over his natural inclination to spare Yitzchak, or he fought the Satan who tried to prevent him, he was doing what Hashem wanted him to do. And Avram gets all the schar. And Christ are the beneficiaries of all that schar. For Avram's tremendous mysterious nefesh. But we left with the question. How could it be that Hashem said wasn't completely accurate? Hashem said bring him as an and he wasn't brought as an idol. And that Hashem explains to Avram. There's another way to understand what I said. That wasn't shown to you. Because you were meant to be discovering the stone like you were. But if you're going to ask the question, how did Hashem say something contradictory? There was never a contradiction. Because Hashem's words could be explained also, put him on the Mizbech and that's all. And that's exactly what happened. Now, that wasn't what Avram was meant to hear. And that wasn't the Siyat Dishmai, the Ruach HaKosh Hashem gave him to understand. Because then, obviously, there would be no Nisayim. But like every Nebuah, there was the Nebuah that the Novi was meant to hear and act on. But like we saw by Ninveh, what actually is going to happen was in the words of the Nebuah as well. And with this we can understand the Yisrael which applies to us. The Nevim are replete with descriptions of Mashiach and what will happen before Mashiach comes. And even though the Nevim say in such lengthy elaboration, all the things are going to happen before Mashiach will come. When is the fulfillment of those Nevoz? There have been so many who thought in this generation, not just now, the Malbim, the Ramban, the Yadrama, and others, were convinced that in the Yadrama Ratus, in spiritual synodrin, he says, we've seen the fulfillment of everything that the Navima said. This should be the Dharma Shaykh's going to come. But he hasn't yet come. Were they wrong? This is the same principle. The Rambam, the Rambam writes, and the Hilkes Melachim based, he says, when Mashiach comes, then you'll be able to understand all the prophecies relating to him coming. Why? Because every dar could think this replies to our dar. And every dar could see a way of interpreting the words of the Novi as relating to their dar. And maybe even every dar is meant to think like that. Because that way it bolsters their munah and the hope that Mashiach will come now. But it's only when he accurately actually comes, then we're going to be able to see what, how Hashem's words were an actual fulfilled in the Mitzis. So no one was wrong. If every door is meant to think this is the door Mashiach could come, and that's going to hopefully give that door the chizuk and the encouragement and the inspiration to try work harder to bring him, then that's how they were meant to understand those nevus. And when actually it does come to Hashem soon, then we'll see another interpretation of how Hashem's words are already fulfilled. That's the Yisrael of the Akkad.
That's the Yisrael of Nevoah. What the Navi was given to understand is the Ruach HaKadosh Hashem gave him to explain what he's meant to do. And that's what he's meant to work with, and that's what he's meant to, and that's how he understands what Hashem wants. But at the same time, and therefore, what actually happens, as in the case of the Akedah, Hashem never says something wrong. That also is another interpretation in here in the Dvar Hashem. And therefore we've answered both at the same time. Avram gets the full reward for being Makayim Dvar Hashem, but at the same time, Dvar Hashem was enough contradiction that already happened. For us too, we can get the full reward for anticipating Mashiach. And at the same time, those very same words of the Navi will soon, Be'ez HaShem, see when Mashiach comes, how they're describing accurately what actually came to be.